Episode 44, Secret Society, Part 1. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. I uh, thought this was another episode. episode. Yeah. Because I had been thinking, uh, up until we did this, that uh, it was going to be a different episode that we were watching. What did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be Hereafter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's in this season. Yeah, I want to have to be. It's two parter. Yeah, and it's uh, it's uh, I don't know if it's on the third disc or if it's on the fourth disc, but uh, we're on the third disc right now. Yeah, but uh, no secret society. An episode I had never seen. You, I can't believe you'd never seen that one. Can't believe it either. That's amazing. Yeah. These are really good. I think so. Anyway, was really enjoying it so far. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I like the supervillain team, though. It's, uh, this point in the game, they, they seem far more competent than any of the, uh, Injustice Societies that right. are featured. Or really even than the Justice League. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> or the Defenders. Yeah, yeah. From last episode. Yeah, I remember. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was more for the, for the listener. Okay, all right. <laughs> Could be for me, too. Could be for you, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sorry, I just had a momentary panic. Uh, really? But uh, please continue. Okay. Uh, with our discussion of this episode. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, uh, what do you feel like talking about for this episode? Uh, Let's talk about the shade. Okay. I don't know really anything at all about the shade. Okay. And I know that you are a big Starman fan. I am. So, what can you tell me about the shade? Uh, the tables have turned. <laughs> um, bear in mind, it has been years since I have uh, last read Starman. Okay. Um, but the Shade, from what I can gather, was an old Golden Age Flash villain. Okay. Uh, who, uh, much like the, the character in the show, uh, could control shadows via his uh, cane. Okay. Uh, turns out, though, that, uh, he actually just had those powers all along inside of him. He doesn't need the cane. Oh, nice. Uh, and, uh, he's made the, the city of, uh, Opal his home. And, uh, he doesn't shit where he eats. So, uh, to the, the city of Opal, he's kind of a folk hero. Nice. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, he becomes, uh, good friends with, uh, the modern day Starman, uh, Jack Knight. Uh, <laughs> occasionally dipping back into his, uh, villainous role when it suits him. Okay. But for the most part, uh, he, he's, uh, Jack Knight's mentor. That's awesome. And, uh, he's, uh, an immortal, uh, Englishman, which, uh, he is not on, on the cartoon. <laughs> right. Well, he might be immortal, but he's definitely not English. No, no, he is voiced by Stephen McCaddy. 
who is uh, the guy that you think is Lan- Lance Hendrickson, but it turns out it's not Lance Hendrickson. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stephen McCaddy is awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having a bad week. <laughs> awful great. He is awfully great. <laughs> Stephen McCaddy is awesome. And I would highly recommend to everyone uh, to watch a movie called Pontypool. Pontypool. Yes. <laughs> what in the world is that? Pontypool is a small town in uh, Canada. In uh, <laughs> the movie, uh takes place in that town. Okay. Where Stephen McCaddy plays a former big city uh, radio show host who uh, got fired from his uh, big city gig and now has to work in this tiny little town. Naturally. And uh, takes place entirely inside this radio station where he works as essentially a zombie outbreak occurs. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And uh, there are very little zombies in the movie. I think you see about, other than one crowd scene, you see maybe two zombies altogether throughout the movie. Okay. That takes place entirely in the radio booth. That's awesome. And they eventually discover that the cause of the zombie outbreak is language. (laughs) That sounds great. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, that really does sound very good. It is incredible. And uh, it's hard to find, but if you find it, uh, please watch it. All right. Uh, there's supposed to be sequels, too. And I really? I look forward to them. So, so is it a recent movie? Uh, the movie was filmed, like, three years ago, and I think it finally came out on DVD, like, last year. Okay. Um, it's based on a novel called Pontypool Changes Everything. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the sequels to the movie Pontypool are Pontypool Changes, and then Pontypool Changes Everything. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Are there sequels to, are there book sequels that the sequels, no. the movie sequels will be based on? No? Okay. No. Interesting. But the guy who wrote the novels is, is. also wrote the screenplay. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, check it out. I will I will definitely check that out. Yeah. And then uh, when you're watching him, uh, think of the shade. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> think, wait a minute, he's not British. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I had heard that the shade was... Uh, Sort of a fan favorite character. He's uh, a really well written character, very well rounded character. Uh, and even though uh, sort of the the luster of James Robinson has uh, faded in recent years, mm-hmm. uh, when he did the the shade uh, Blackest Night one shot thing, yeah, uh, it was like he just stepped back into his old skin. That's and, great. Like, he was James Robinson again. That's great. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, if, if you've never read Starman, I really recommend those. I, I've read the first volume of Starman, and it was when I was in college, and, uh, and I I meant to, to read more, and it just got away from me. Gotcha. So, yeah, I, I will eventually go back and reread all of that, because right. several people have told me that it's just fantastic. It is. Uh, after about the 50th issue, though, the art will become terrible. <laughs> Um, I, I like Peter Snabierg. Snabierg, yeah. <laughs> <Snedge-ba-jerg>. Sure. <laughs> I know uh, you, you, he ruined Starman. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. But, it's still worth reading. Yeah. If you can just get past it. Aww. 
I like his art, so I will probably really enjoy those issues, too. All right. <laughs> but, after 50 issues or so of Tony Harris... Yeah, that's true. Could you really then compare the two and say, yeah. oh, I still like his art? Tony, Tony Harris is a hard act to follow. Yeah. Probably on just about anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Because he's awesome. He's very good. Yeah. Although, uh, his, his stuff on Nex Machina was a little uh, too photo referency for my tastes. Yeah, it, it's, uh, I think in the middle... It, it got really just obvious that everything was photo reference. Right. And then towards the end, I feel like he, he got a little looser. He did a little with bit. It. But then so did the writing. <laughs> <laughs> right, Kayvon. Not a good ender of stories. <laughs> uh, but I guess Tony Harris is working in more cartoony style for his next projects. So oh, is he really? Yeah, cool. I forward to seeing that. Excellent. Yes. Hello, neighbors. Hi, neighbors. <laughs> doing whatever the <laughs> fuck it is you're doing up there. They're they're building furniture. I think so. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so yeah, that's okay. So that's the shade. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate the crash course. Not a problem. Not a problem. Now it's my turn. Okay. Uh, in this episode, we are introduced to a whole bunch of uh, new villains, I believe. Uh, that that haven't been on the show before, right? Or yeah, any other of the than, others other than Shade and uh, and Rod and Clayface. Sinestro was in Superman the Animated Series. Was he? He was in the uh, the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern episode. Was he? Yes. I did not remember that. Yeah, he he was the reason that uh, Abin Sur crashed okay. on Earth because he was he was uh, hunting down the Green Lanterns. Right. Right. So so huh. yeah, he had appeared before. Okay. So then, really, then only two new villains. Then. Yeah, yeah, I guess uh, Giganta. Full of shit, then. <laughs> You're uh, not full of shit. <laughs> Just mildly misinformed. All right. uh, Giganta and Killer Frost? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Giganta. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about her. Uh, I, I think... Uh, I do think I, uh, that she's awesome on this episode. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, and by far my favorite character of this episode. Okay. Um, uh, but otherwise, the only thing I know about her is uh, from the the first uh, story arc in Wonder Woman when it was relaunched after one year later. The uh, oh yeah, uh, the Alan Heinberg, Heinberg, Terry Dotson. Um. Uh, no mention in that series about her being a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming that that's comic accurate, okay. but I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know a whole lot about about Giganta either, honestly. Okay. Uh, I know that she she did make some appearances during the uh, Phil Jimenez Wonder Woman run, but beyond that, the only the only. Uh, Instance where I've encountered her was on Challenge of the Super Friends. Okay. Because she was a member of the Legion of Doom. Yeah, I remember, so. of course. Uh, I also now remember that she was in uh, another uh, series that I read. Uh, she was in the uh, Gail Simone Adam series. Really? Yeah. That makes interesting. Yeah. I like that. She was a, uh, a professor at uh, Ivy Town College. Okay. University, whatever. <laughs> And uh, started dating uh, Ryan Choi. <laughs> uh, that's, that's awesome. 
uh, tried to eat him. Uh, <laughs> I would think it would be the other way around. Hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tough crowd. <laughs> you, of course, remember the Jeff Johns uh, run on Avengers, right? I, n- I never read any of that. Okay. There was the uh, scene that he wrote featuring uh, Giant Man and the Wasp. Oh, no. <laughs> you thought about it exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you oh, got man. it. You got it. Good lord. Jeff <laughs> Johns. Yeah. Yeah. Quality writer. Quality writer. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do a slight aside here. All right. Because... Uh, cause, uh, I, I do some uh, reviews of, of movies for uh, our friend's website, uh, Bloodline Video. Right. Uh, bl- BloodlineVideo.com, run by our pal uh, Matt Brassfield. Um, he's planning on, uh, by the time this airs, it should be up, actually. Uh, he's planning on doing a, a whole series of reviews uh, based on Marvel Comics movies. Okay. Uh, I know uh, our friend Juliet is reviewing all the X-Men movies, and nice. someone's doing Spider-Man. I got stuck with Blade. And I really like the first two Blade movies. Uh, third one is pretty awful. Yeah. And then there's the Blade TV movie, which I just watched yesterday. <laughs> Jeff Written John. Yes! By Jeff Johns! <laughs> I had completely forgotten that Jeff Johns wrote that. Yes, he did. Wow, what? Yeah. Why would Jeff Johns write a Blade movie? Because uh, David Goyer co-wrote it with oh, him. Oh, okay. And they were co-writers on the Justice Society That's for true. many years. <laughs> Pretty bad. To say that the Blade television movie is possibly one of the worst things I've ever watched is really underselling how bad that movie is. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, is it bad as in it's boring, or it's just really, really bad? Like, it's badly made. I'm trying to ignore the opera singing that's going on upstairs. All right. <laughs> I, can, I can see in your eyes that you're like, are you hearing that too? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Thank, and you. Tri- Thank you for acknowledging that I'm just not crazy. No, I am with you. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just trying to play through it. All right. <laughs> well, we failed. Yeah. Um, uh, what were we? Yeah. We are talking about uh, uh, the, the Blade TV movie. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was super, super boring. Okay. Uh, it, uh, you know, like, like I, I know that they came after the fact but, you know, there are shows like Mad Men and Breaking Bad and, and now currently The Walking Dead, which all have a nice cinematic quality to it. Mm-hmm. And you would think that uh, a TV movie based on a series of actual movies mm-hmm. could also maybe try to capture some of that cinematic quality. And it did not. <laughs> it looks exactly how you'd expect a basic cable television show to look. <laughs> How, how would you say that it compares to the Star Wars Holiday Special? Um, better than that. Okay. The Star Wars Holiday Special is a special kind of awful <laughs> <laughs> that I still haven't 100% forgiven you <laughs> for making me and Jason watch this. I, you know, I don't apologize. All right. <laughs> I, I, I think that everyone needs to experience that. 
At least once. No. I've seen it a couple times. Uh, Christ. <laughs> Nobody needs to see that. People need to be spared from the scene. I will send people free copies. Oh, God. <laughs> you heard it. If you want a free copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special, email joe at joe at guttertrash.net. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> It'll be on VHS. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> bear that in mind. Uh, so yeah Secret Society <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about Giganta Yeah, yeah. And, So uh, you don't know if she was actually a monkey or I don't know okay. But I do like that about her Okay Yeah it was hilarious when it was revealed Yeah Again all I knew of her was that uh, she was some sort of college professor Yeah Who tried to eat Ryan Choi I think she really was a college professor oh, Okay Now that I think about it I don't know though I don't know either um. Yeah, we got uh, the Justice League trying to build up their uh, team uh, team building uh, uh, retreat. Yeah, uh, out in like you know some sort of uh, ghost town yeah. <laughs> or a Hollywood set. Yeah, it really does. It looks like some uh, Hollywood backlot. Yeah. But yeah, the the society is. Uh, much better at uh, doing stuff than the Justice League. That's really surprising to yeah. me. Because, you know, they... Uh, usually when you get these teams of villains together, there's a whole bunch of infighting. And, right. And Power struggles. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they don't really mesh very well together. But Grodd right. has uh, put together a pretty good team. Yes, he is. It's, maybe he should be in charge of the Justice League. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe the society should just be the new Justice League. Maybe. Yeah. But they're evil. Such a such a black and white term. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I liked the uh, the team building exercises that the, the secret society did, like the the trust falls. Right, that right. was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was uh, super fun, and yeah, I did not. If I had seen this before. I cannot remember it at all, and if I can't remember it, then I don't know why, because this was very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm, I'm pretty sure I just haven't seen it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I like the inclusion of Morgan Edge. Even, yeah. Even if he's uh, he's not the head of a, of a TV station, and presumably not working for Darkseid, but uh, I still I thought it was cool to have him there. I don't know much about Morgan Edge either, other than uh, I believe he was played by uh, Tom Berenger on the uh, Smallville. Was he? Yeah. Or maybe Patrick Bergen. I, guess I can't remember. Perhaps can't... it was Rucker Hauer. <laughs> it was Rucker Hauer! Yes. Okay. Rucker Hauer was Morgan Edge. But then, like, uh, didn't he, uh, like, get a face but, Yeah, he did. He got a, he got a, surgery. he got a face change, and I can't remember who played him. I want to say it was... Okay, it very well might have been. Could be wrong. That was uh, towards the end of me actually paying attention to what was going on. Yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that's all I know is uh, Rucker Hauer and uh, apparently Tom Berenger. Yeah, and I can't remember anything else about him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Morgan Edge was the head of uh, of uh, WGBS. Okay. The the 
TV station that I think in the 70s they bought the Daily Planet. Clark Kent was a maker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe they didn't buy the Daily Planet. Maybe Clark Kent and Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen all just switched jobs. Right. And all went to the same place. Because that's what happens when you're a journalist. Yeah. You 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 are a a print journalist. You uh, you can just easily switch to just being an on-air anchor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Happens all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Lois Lane does radio broadcasts a lot, too. Because, again, that's what a print journalist is known for, <laughs> is their voice. <laughs> but, yeah, Morgan Edge uh, uh, had a GBS and uh, a secret minion of Darkseid. Did not know that. He's pretty awesome. All right. Yeah. I think he was a Jack Kirby creation. Uh, or if he wasn't, he was introduced around the same time. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah. Kirby. Fun facts. Fun facts, indeed. Yeah. Um. Nothing. No, I got nothing. No. Uh, we, we kind of talked about it a little bit uh, before the show. Uh, right after uh, the episode was over, we I generally like to see who does voices, mm-hmm. uh, even though we we rarely ever talk about it. Um. Ron Perlman uh, is the voice of Clayface in this. Clayface uh, shows up towards the end, uh, joining the uh, society, mm-hmm. which is also how we learned that Giganta was a monkey. Right. Um, I don't remember Ron Perlman being the voice of Clayface in Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, I really don't either. Uh, it's entirely possible. Yeah, I suppose we should have looked that up. <laughs> we can look it up uh, before the next episode. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We can confirm or deny. Uh, That'll be the cliffhanger for this episode. Uh, should have uh, brought my phone in and uh, looked oh, it up there. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you get your fancy uh, fancy smartphone now. I bought a fancy smartphone a couple days ago, and um, yeah, I still kind of forget that I have it and what it can do. It's fancy. Yes, it is fancy. And uh, smart. And smart. And uh, I use it mostly to play Tetris. Nice. <laughs> I play Angry Birds on mine, so... Uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not buying into that hype. No. Nope. <laughs> well, I've heard of, uh, for the past years, Angry Birds this, Angry Birds that. <laughs> smartphone now? Not buying it. Not it's, doing it. It's a free game, so you don't have to buy anything. Well, I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm not buying the hype of it. I understand. Yeah. I'll oh. stick with my Tetris and my Solitaire. All right. And the game that came with it, Teeter. I like Teeter. That's a fun game. It's pretty yeah. There's also a game uh, that I've been playing. It's called Stupid Zombies. Yeah, okay. And uh, it's sort of like Angry Birds. Okay. Uh, but uh, you have to shoot all the zombies on each level okay. and, like, ricochet bullets to hit them. And yeah. and it's a fun game because, you know, you just you shoot zombies and they bleed all over and there's body parts flying around and it's pretty cool. No, that sounds like something I can get behind. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend that game. Okay, then. It's fun. Yeah. Um, and, uh, off air, I'm gonna. I'll show you my my two favorite apps I've downloaded so far. Okay. Excuse me, Jason. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Secret Society, a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, cliffhanger. The Justice League uh, disbands. What? They get their asses handed to them, and uh, decide that uh, yeah, fuck this bullshit. Yeah. And uh, take off because uh, Superman's a dick. He is. Yeah, he's better off without everyone else. Yep. And uh, Batman's an asshole. 
and uh, everybody's tired of everybody's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm guessing then that uh, I mean, obviously that was a cliffhanger, but uh, they're not going to get back together or anything. So next episode will probably be our last episode of the show. Then probably. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I guess, you know, I guess after the next episode, we'll figure out, uh, like, if we're going to keep doing the show, like, with a different cartoon. Yeah. Or, uh, we'll just end all together. Yeah. It'll probably just end all together. Yeah, it probably sounds. Yeah. yeah I mean, probably break up, just like the Justice League did. Well, yeah. 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 We'll, uh, we'll both walk in opposite directions, neither way towards the door. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll end up in corners. Yeah. <laughs> Close your eyes so I can leave. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who knows? Will we make it out of the next episode as a team? Tune in to find out. Well, much like I'm guessing, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Just like the Justice League probably won't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. It was a good run while it lasted. Yeah, it was. 45 episodes. That's it. Way better than I thought this yeah. would go. Yeah. It's the number of episodes that Sports Night had. So, you know, it's got that going for it. <laughs> it, uh, it seems like a lot more than it uh, than, than I knew that it had. It was two seasons, two oh, full seasons. Okay. Right. Plus a pilot. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we'll uh, see you next time for the uh, final episode the of League Night. Final episode of League Night. All right. You can subscribe to League Night at iTunes or directly at league.guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or joe at guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, Gutter Trash, at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can go to seanborn.net, guttertrash.net, or find us on Facebook. Thank you very much for listening to League Night. We'll see you next time.